if you want to grow, if, big if, your life will never be comfortable. Right. I think determine what is get worth getting uncomfortable for. Is this something that's going to serve you in the future? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you five episodes a week, four of which are solo episodes with Kevin and I, and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer, of The Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. We did a live mastermind virtually, because we didn't have any Wi-Fi in the studio, Oh yeah, on how to turn connections into clients. Today, for episode 529, we are going to talk to you about getting uncomfortable doesn't ever stop. So, I reached out to a listener today and said, hey, what are you going through? Alan and I are trying to get a pulse on our demographic, see what they're struggling with, and then add value on the podcast. She basically said, I just left my nine to five, which was one of the biggest things I could ever do. And then I quickly realized that I'm comfortable in that, but it's time to get uncomfortable again. And rinse and repeat. Like it's, you know, getting on these Instagram lives is hard. Getting in rooms with, Coaches who have been doing what I've been doing for 10 years is hard, right? Right, Like really getting out of my comfort zone doesn't end. And I thought it did, or I thought it would be easier, I guess, when I left my corporate nine to five. And we're going to talk about that today because we have a lot of experience with that. And I think a lot of you are probably, what I always say is I think that we're always waiting for the next thing to happen. We're always waiting for something to happen and we feel like we're going to get a result when it does. So... You might be saying like, okay, when Christmas comes, everything's going to be amazing. And then after Christmas, it's New Year's. And then after New Year's, it's Valentine's Day. And I don't even know the rest of the, the holidays, right? If you're in a nine to five, maybe for you, it's this vacation, this day off, this doctor's appointment. I think all of us are waiting for something to happen because we perceive that something good will come with that. And I think, you know, I think we're guilty of that. When we get X amount of clients, we'll be able to do, you know, when we get a studio, we'll be able to do this. So that's what we're going to chat about, how... At the end of the day, you're never going to be at the point where you don't have to get out of your comfort zone anymore. No. Nope. Ever. Uh, so, shout out to Karina. I knew Karina back in college. Ah. We, we had a, many good times together. So, if you're listening, thank you again for the suggestion. So, the the interesting thing, and, and again, David Meltzer has this sort of target. It's got three He shared it the other day. Bubbles. Team, team Meltzer. He did. So, the center of it is the comfort zone. Then the second portion is the learning zone, and the fourth or third per- portion, rather, is the anxiety zone. Yeah. So what we're talking about today is that you always have to get outside your comfort zone, but that doesn't mean you want to stretch yourself so much that you're in the anxiety zone. Because if you stay in the anxiety zone too long, picture like a rubber band that's getting stretched, 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 and eventually it snaps. So how do you stretch your rubber band without it snapping? Mm. And the moment that there's no tension between who you are and who you aspire to be is the moment you stop growing. Uh, John Maxwell talks about this in his book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. I think it's the law of the rubber band. I think he actually calls it that. I think it is, yeah. And so what he's saying is that there should always be tension between 
who you aspire to be and who you currently are. And Kevin and I have been talking a lot about that a lot today. Full transparency, we've been talking for since I got to the studio at 11 a.m. and it's now 4:26. Yes, 4:26. So how many hours is that? Five so hours and 26. Five minutes. hours and 26 minutes about about this really. And and that's Kevin basically said. I I feel like we can do more content. I feel like we are better. We can do better. We we never aren't saying that, mm. you know. And what I what I talked to Kevin about was basically like, listen, there will never be a point where you and I are not believing that we are capable of more than we're currently demonstrating. The question is, how sustainable is that? And is the tension too much to where we're going to snap or is it too little to where we're not maximizing our potential? And I think that's sort of the drive to five years. So long story long here, if you're listening, there will never be a time if you want to get to the next level in your life where you're not uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But the question is, are you in the learning zone or are you in the anxiety zone or the comfort zone? I think most people, I don't know, I, I feel like you have to experience all of them. Mm -hmm. You have to experience what anxiety, what the anxiety zone feels like is like, I would say the best way to put it is you're holding your breath and you know, okay, time is limited here and there's only so much I can do. If you do live there too long, I think bad things are going to happen. You know, but, and also understand this, and I think this is something that most, if you're emotionally driven, this tends to happen. You'll find the anxiety zone and you'll say like, I am never going back there again and you'll skip the learning zone on the way down and you'll live in the, uh, the comfort zone for a while. Right. I think it's going to depend on the size of your goals. Like the, the size of your goals are going to determine how much you have to stretch. Yeah. How, how uncomfortable do you have to be? Right. So in this example, it's fire. Leaving your job is one of the hardest, leaving your full time nine to five job is one of the hardest things you can do, especially if you're going into business by yourself. Oh yeah. But the second you start going into business by yourself, you realize, okay, there's a bunch of things now that I'm aware of that I didn't know I was going to have to do that I'm uncomfortable doing. We've talked about sales, you know, prospecting, all of that stuff, building relationships, right. speaking live on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your LinkedIn, on your YouTube, being on a podcast, doing coaching calls, all of these things, getting a mentor, all of that stuff, it kind of like hits you because you don't see it until you're, okay, you don't see the next bump in the road until you go over the, the previous one. Right. So you would never understand the power of having a mentor in your business until you actually got full-time in a business. It's this weird thing, Kev, where, okay, let's say you're, you want to be a speaker and you believe that, that your dream is to speak in an arena. Okay, and that's true for you, right? Oh, yeah, You yeah. want us to speak in a stadium. stadium. Yep. Okay, what's interesting is Let's say we had that dream come true tomorrow. Are we ready? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm scared. I, right. Like, would we bomb it? I don't think we would bomb it. But I don't think we would crush it either. Yeah. Because we haven't leveled up to that level. I mean, there's a reason why Taylor Swift's first concert was at a barbecue, right? you you got to practice at a lower level before you'll be trusted at a higher level. Like, if... And I think the real important piece here to understand for everybody is when you get successful, this is something that I've noticed so much with my clients, podcast listeners, myself, I'm so guilty of this too. 
I think we believe that when we get more successful, our life will be easier. Mm. It is not true. Your life is not easier. It's, it's different and certain aspects of it are easier. Okay. So for example, when you're an early entrepreneur, just quit your nine to five and you want to get fitness clients and you have four clients, your dreams to get to 10, your life will not be easier when you get 10 clients. It's actually going to be harder. Mm. The difference is, is you'll grow and you'll be able to do more with less. And so it's this interesting thing. It's like you squatting three plates on each side, which is what? 315. 315. That's not easier than when you were doing 135. You're just better at squatting now. Mm. So it feels the same. It feels, again, emotional-driven people, it feels the same. What was once difficult at 135 pounds for you, do you remember when that was difficult? How long ago was that I genuinely, I don't know. Probably like seven years ago. All right, what about 225? Do you, can you remember a time when 225 was difficult? Uh, honestly, after after quarantine, it was hard to get back into it. Okay. Sure. So that feeling of being uncomfortable, squatting 225 for what, eight? Yeah, 10. Now you're probably able to do that with ease. But here's the thing. You would actually up the weight. Yeah, you have to. And we, you have to, to keep growing. That's what I think I really want to try to drive home is that if you want to grow, if, big if, your life will never be comfortable. Right. It can't. It can't. It literally can't. And if you're living too much in the comfort zone, you need to get into the learning zone. If you're living too much in the anxiety zone, meaning when you're stretching a rubber band, it's hard to hold it overly stretched. You're shaking. It's like really difficult. It's like a pulley. Um, if you have bands, if you ever worked out with bands, when you pull the band, it's it's hard to keep it at high tension Taut. for too long. And if you keep stretching it, it'll snap. So again, that's the best analogy that I have. And just understand that being successful is actually more challenging in, in almost every way. We have a nine-person team, and we absolutely adore that. And that's a wonderful success beyond what I can possibly comprehend on this mic right now. But it doesn't make our life, it makes certain aspects of our life easier, but it hasn't, it hasn't actually made it that easy. And to go back to what Kevin said about the bumps in the road, I didn't realize that there are certain leadership things that you and I are learning that we even talked about today that are like, whoa, we didn't even know this was a challenge we were going to face. We didn't even know that we needed to fix or solve or or develop this, this part of us until now. And I think that's going to keep happening for everyone out there who wants to grow. I think another important thing is understanding your relationship with discomfort and understanding that there are certain things that you, in your opinion, is there anything that's not worth going through discomfort for? Like, how do you figure out, okay, do you pay, do you base it on this is something I want in the future? Because there are some things where I just, it's not worth me going through the discomfort of. Same. What, how do you determine that when you're new in, whether it's business? So in this example, like sales is important, but what are the things that aren't necessarily worth going through discomfort for? Is it personal? That's a great question. And I think everyone should ask themselves that question constantly. Uh, for me, there are certain things that I don't think are worth it to me to go through discomfort. So for example, my car right now, the muffler's hanging. And um, it needs oil and tire. Uh, the, it doesn't need new tires. It needs uh, air, air in one of the tires. I would rather pay someone to deal with that right. because I don't care about being good at cars. 
other people who do want to be good at cars and maybe a mechanic wouldn't want to the discomfort of paying money. They'd rather have the discomfort of getting on their hands and knees and learning about this car. Mm. Whereas with a human being, I care so deeply about being the best communicator I can, best podcaster I can, best speaker I can, best coach that I can, that those things are always worth it. So to answer your original question, is there anything that's not worth it to me? Yes, cars. Not worth it. Don't care. Now, will there be times if I'm stuck on the side of the road trying to get to a podcast where I need to YouTube changing my own tire? For, for sure. 100%. Why? Because I'm going to podcast. Whereas otherwise it would be fine that I didn't. So I, everyone needs to understand that if you have high goals, high ambitions, and I'll go back to the squatting analogy just because everyone can relate or most people can. If you want to squat 500 pounds, you're going to have to go through a lot more stretching of that rubber band and a lot more risk and a lot more pain and a lot more adversity than someone who just wants to squat 135. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever been afraid to tell your friends or your family what you really wanted out of life? It's clear that you want to get to the next level. Join our private Facebook group. In that private Facebook group, you're going to get around a growth-minded, like-minded community who all have goals and dreams. That way you won't feel alone, you can be vulnerable, you can be understood, and again, there's nothing more important than getting on a winning team. To join Next Level Nation, just click the link in the show notes. If you don't have high ambition, you don't really need discomfort. If you do have high ambition, you're going to have to consistently and sustainably deal with more and more and more discomfort. And you're going to have to proactively actually seek that. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I don't think there's... I think you have to determine what's worth it to you in advance. And discomfort's always worse at the beginning. Right. Like if you've never... Uh, what's a good example? Wa cold water. For, for those of you who have taken cold showers or ice baths, oh, it yeah. sucks at the beginning. It's the worst at the beginning. Oh, yeah. But as your body gets used to it, I think it's like that with, with most things. You know, again, doing... Two episodes a week at one point was dis it was very discomforting. Yep, That's so funny. difficult. Not the word, but you know what I'm saying, right? So today's a great example. We record our episodes on Monday. Alan and I have been talking for five and a half hours. We still have three episodes to record, and we're doing a live training tonight. Now it still is uncomfortable to do all of that in one night, but I remember the first few times we did that, I was literally like trash like falling asleep on the ride home. Yeah. Now we do the team call on the ride home and it's not nearly as bad. I think determine what is get worth getting uncomfortable for. Is this something that's going to serve you in the future? Right? Going from five clients to 10 clients to 15 clients to 20 clients, that is something worth being uncomfortable for. Is explaining yourself to your group of friends, is that worth being uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable over? We're actually going to talk about that in... When are we going to talk about that? Friday. So we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Why do you think people avoid discomfort? Probably because they don't know that it'll be worth it. They don't think it'll be worth it. Right. That's what I would say. Again, it's, it's easy to do something when you know it'll be, you know, will you, okay, stick your hand in this hole, there's a $100 bill, versus stick your hand in this hole, there's something there. Like, I, I don't know, there might be a snake, there could be a scorpion. Right. It could be anything. Right. Uncertainty. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, is it worth it? How do people get more certainty that it'll be worth it? practice because a lot of times that's a that's a question mark i think you got to believe it first yeah uh, because the thing is like you're not gonna achieve everything overnight but you will get the byproduct of it you know the first episode we did together i'm sure somebody reached out and said hey that's that was a cool episode you know oh yeah for sure i i just think in a weird way I, i'll use this as an example the first speech i ever gave at confident women consortium in 
Groton, Massachusetts. <laughs> I was terrified. Like, literally the most afraid I've probably... I don't know. I don't want to say I've ever been, but top five. Yeah. And I literally remember thinking, like, I everybody's going to know because when I'm talking, I can hear my breath, like, jumping. It was like... <sighs> I remember that. So scary. After we did that, I literally said, I think I like speaking in front of a, an audience more than I like podcasting. Yeah. I never would have experienced that if I didn't think the discomfort was worth it. I, How did you know it was? It aligned with this. So it was kind of a, it was a, okay, I want to be, and I always go back to this, I want to be the most successful podcaster I can be. I want to be the best podcaster in the world. What else does that mean though? Right. I have to be the best speaker. I have to be the best coach. I don't want to say have to. I get to. Right. Those are my desires. Best communicator. So I, it was in alignment. Okay, if you want to be the best coach you can be, what that means you have to be the best communicator. That means you have to be the best at sales. That means you've got to be very good at marketing. Right. right. There are things that are aligned with it, and I think it's about making sure that you're going through the discomfort of alignment versus... This is a whole other thing. We do an entire episode on this. Making sure you're not bringing discomforts to you. Right. Right? Like It's almost like choosing the discomforts you need. They have to be the ones that They have that to be the one you. that you want. Yeah. They have to be and the And almost one eliminating you. the ones that don't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super important. And I, I love the fact that we get to do an episode on something that somebody is going through. Because it's like, okay, from 500 episodes in to where we are in business, to where we are in relationships, to fitness, to health, to human understanding... The fact that you're already understanding that no matter what happens, I'm going to have to get out of my comfort zone, you're already winning to some degree. Yeah. The only question is, are you getting outside your comfort zone proactively in alignment with yeah. who you aspire to be? And enough. Because right now, it's just like learning. Learning equals good. It's like, yeah, okay. Wait a minute, though. Let's make that a little more in-depth. Learning equals good, but you know what's better? Learning in your genius zone. Mm. See, everything has layers. Yeah. And, and what Kevin and I are always trying to do with you is, is to unpack the layers. The timer did go off, so we'll get going. But I guess the big idea that I want to make sure the listeners do leave here with is what you said. You're not even aware of the other speed bumps until you overcome that next one. Mm. That's okay, but realize that there will never be a time where there aren't speed bumps. Yeah. And that's okay. It's because good. It's good. It's 100% good. It's good. Yeah, Because they're boosters, too. Right after the speed bump, like after that speech that you were uncomfortable, after that, your whole world opened up. Yeah. Now you want to talk about at stadium tours? Dude, if you didn't do that confident woman consortium speech and feel good after it and say, I think I like speaking better than podcasting. And I got paid. Right. Well, I've, most people don't get paid for their first speech. Yeah, it's, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that was nice. Uh, yeah. That was nice. I think, you know, for me, it built, it built belief. This is an important thing, too, and this is what I'll end with. I, I, did I interrupt you? No, you're okay. good. Um... There are certain things. An example of a thing you shouldn't be uncomfortable over. I like when you do that. You're like, ah, you're, that's when I know you're passionate. Don't spend, like, if you're new in business, don't waste your time building your own website. Right. I did. Right? When we were in Florida, I spent like two weeks building a website. Oh, I know. Website, I, Jeff. I should have paid somebody, honestly, or bartered. If you're a coach, I will coach you for one month if you build my website. Right. Boom. You just practice mastery. You can use it as content and you have a website. Right. And you don't have to pay money for it and you don't have to waste your time doing it. There are certain things where you should weigh, okay, this will get done. How uncomfortable is it going to be and how out of alignment is it going to be? I think that's super important and that's something I want to add. 100%. You dig? Last, last. Yeah, sure. What's one thing to get them to the next level? And also, let's say they want to do a speech but they're, they're afraid of the discomfort. 
what can you tell them to, to get them to do it like you did? Because they'll never know the value on the other end until they face that fear. I would say one thing to help you get to the next level is number one, understand that if you're comfortable all the time, you're not growing. And if your goal is to maximize your impact or your potential as a human being, you have to constantly, I would wear it as a badge of honor. And look forward to the, the point where people say, like, how did you go through so many times of uncertainty to get to where you are today? Wear that as a badge of honor because it's, it's an amazing one. In terms of the speaking, I think, number one, you have to want to do it. You have to want to speak. But you didn't want to speak originally, right? No, I never did until I got into the podcasting. You know, when we're 300 episodes in or 200 episodes in, it was like, you know, I can see myself doing this. You could have been a podcaster without speaking, though. I guess what, what connected those for you so that it was worth it for you? I guess what makes it different for someone who's a podcaster out there who... Impacting who, people differently. You know, like being able to see people when I'm talking to them. Right. It's different. Yeah. And the, the desire to express and transfer enthusiasm in person, be able to go up and touch somebody. Like I did that at uh, Top Notch Live. I went off the stage and touched somebody and yeah. as an example. I just really enjoy the, the communication that you can just eye to eye, person to person. Hmm. So I, I think you have to, it just has to be in alignment. There's no point in doing it if it's not in alignment. Right. You can do it to say you did it, but you know, it doesn't really make sense. Right. It doesn't make sense. You dig? I dig. You dig? I dig. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys as always. 2021, if you are trying to start a podcast, reach out to me or Alan. So I do one-on-one -on -one consulting for our sessions, but we have all sorts of services, everything from full podcast production to just audio editing. I actually had somebody email me today that I'll be getting on a call with. I have another call on Wednesday. Things are picking up. So if you want to start a podcast in 2021, we got you and we will help you get to the next level. I'm really leaning into helping people make more money, become more profitable, grow their businesses. Uh, but making more money in particular, even if it's your career, all of my clients, my main focus is how do we help them become more profitable so they can have a bigger impact. Money is the lifeblood of your business, of your life. Uh, the lifestyle that you want is on the other side of the entrepreneur or person that you want to be. Also, uh, there's listener lives in Next Level Nation, so oh, yeah. I want to mention that. Kevin, Confident Women's Consortium, he faced his fear and saw what he was capable of, and his dreams opened up. I, I think the listener lives will be that for many of our listeners. So go to Next Level Nation, go to www.nextleveluniverse.com and at the very top, you can click on hashtag join Next Level Nation. The, it's on fire. Next it's Level also Nation's in the, in the show notes too. You can click right from the show notes if you're on your phone. That's better. <laughs> yeah, click in the show notes. Next Level Nation's on fire. The community, the people in there, you know, it's just, it's just absolutely powerful. Meet the team, meet the community. There's nothing better than being on a winning team. It's a family. It's it's honestly wonderful, and I'm super proud of everything we've done. Uh, shout out to Amy as well for for growing that. Crushing it. You got to be a part of that community. You do. Yep. Fire. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. Up next for episode number 530. I remember when we just did 500. We are going to ask you a simple but profound question. Is now the time to break away from old friends? I have been having a lot of people ask me that question. So we're going to go through our experience and our advice for that and what has served us. And honestly, from my perspective, what hasn't served us for episode number 530. As always, we don't have fans. We have family. And we will talk to you on the next one. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.